Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105.5 The King.com and The Boss Man Show at Boss Man Show. Twitter at Bossman Show and Facebook Bossman Show. It's the Bossman on your radio. Listen to the Bossman Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. When the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or... Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. Screen there is the coach Sean Walker, my brother Allen University. Yellow Jack is doing his thing, man. I know he had a tough weekend, but they're gonna bounce back. They're coming to Atlanta, Atlanta this weekend to play Clark and Boyhouse. We talked about these first two games from last week. Brother Sean, man, how you doing, brother? Doing well, doing well, as well as can be expected. You know, the Lord is in the blessing business, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy I'm here, I'm alive, I can't complain. A lot of people have it worse than losing two games, is the worst thing that ever happens. I think I'm doing okay. I hear that, brother. You know, it's funny. We talked about it last week about trying to close out games, and it kind of really raises an ugly head again against Tuskegee. Um, I, I know you. This is something you talked about and talked with the players. Um, not learning learning experience for your guys, but it's not a tough way to close out a game. Not did the job done. I tell you, um, uh, the Tuskegee game certainly was a disappointing loss to say the least. Um. I mean, at this point, um, you know, it, everything that happens that's not good is the coach's responsibility, all right? So um, 
you know, I'm 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 extremely frustrated that um, we we're not able to finish games. Uh, I've got to figure out how to get my 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 team to respond better in that moment. Tuskegee is a game that we led for 39 minutes and uh, 48 seconds, and we went down uh, for the first time in that game uh, with 12 seconds on the clock, with seven seconds on the clock. We had the free throw line, missed the first one, made the second one, had to go to overtime and lose, you know, and, and we, we, we were up 10, 11, uh, we're under three minutes on the clock. So uh, we, we, we have, we have to do a better job. Um, obviously that, that loss is one that hurts a lot, but we have done the same thing throughout the course of the year. We have just not lost one of those games. And so now we have lost one of those games. So it heightens my level of concern and um you know over the last couple of days in practice we've we spent hours and hours on uh trying to figure out how to play smarter in the in the last minutes of the game. No doubt. And I feel like sometimes young men they they they, they fall into that hero ball mentality sometimes when he's late late in games or it gets tight. They 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 forget what's worked the first thirty five minutes of the game, but they get mm-hmm. last time they get get tight and then they get start making bad decisions or want to be be the hero and not realize that we played team ball and we played the whole game. Keep executing a high level the whole game and not change who we are when it gets tight or gets close. It can really close the deal out the right way. Well, I think for us, you know, when we're really good when 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 people allow us to play at our pace. All right. When we play at our pace, we can play connected. We can control the elements of the game. We can make it pretty hard to play against, particularly when we have the ball, because we do some things that make teams have to chase us. We're at our worst when a team is right there ready to quit, but they need to make that one last push to just attack us and come at us. Sometimes it's not even a trap, and we get kind of caught up into watching the clock and hoping that the clock goes down to zero when we're still up, as opposed to continue to attack. Um, you know, we have an issue. You know, I, I think, boss man, when we were growing up, man, when I was growing up anyway, I'm a little older than you, we heard this term about toughness, and toughness would be physical toughness in, back in the 80s and 90s, right? And then as we got into the 2000s, we started hearing about mental health and mental toughness. Uh, and so I think as we move into tw- the late 2000s and 20s, in the 2030s, this term of emotional toughness is going to come into play. And, and, and how young people can make a mistake and gather themselves back so that they don't make another one. And how young people can see a mistake made and then capitalize off that mistake opposed to me now having to make one because you made one. And momentum actually turns around on you, even in life, tremendously if you don't handle adversity well. That's where we are right now in the last two minutes of the game, all right? We, we, if there's one turnover, you can rest assured that another turnover is coming. If there's a missed free throw, you can guarantee that a missed box out is coming on the other end. So we, we've got to just improve in that. And, and once again, I'm just saying to you, um, every issue that we have is an issue that I need to coach better. Uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I think um, sometimes coaches get to the point where we start blaming the players. I'm responsible for and for leading this team in the right direction. So we have to address the issue of 
uh, emotional toughness. We have to address the issues of being fundamentally sound, and we have to address the issues of closing games. And if we don't do that and get any better than that, then Sean Walker has not done his job. And I'm not going to let allow that to be the case if I can help it. <laughs> nah, you're right. You know, that's something that my father, Big J, or they call him Big Boss Man. That's like Jr. Trump. That's why they call my dad Big Boss Man. Right. He always say, don't compound the problem, son. Right. If you drop right. a pass or miss an open shot or a strikeout, don't compound the problem. Right. Ask yourself, where did you err at and be better? You have right. the talent and skill. You wouldn't be on this field or this court right. or, this, or this, this situation. So my father always told me, don't compound the problem. That's and right. I tried to say that at my teammates. <laughs> you know, when I played, don't compound the problem. I know from when I played, if my quarterback threw an interception, he was pressing the rest of the game. Right, right, <laughs> right. He'll overthrow you. He'll underthrow you. He'll he'll messed up, you know. And right. I feel like sometimes as young men and players, we can't let those things compound. My dad was put in my head. Don't compound the problem. No don't question. make one mistake become five mistakes. You know? No question. No question. No question. And that's so where, I, I, that's where, where we are, man. Me, brother. Yeah, that's where we are. That's where we are. Is you know, really as a society, I mean, we got to be able to pick it up, pick up the pieces where they are, where they fail. Don't complain about it and gather it up. So, you know, I mean, I think that that's a teaching point for our young people, and it's a teaching point for us as adults as well. I mean, I had to I had to be sure that my words uh, after that game aligned with the fact that the season was not over. You know, I said to our players that the Bible says, "Morning by morning, new mercies I see." All right, and so if we're a Christian person, we know that you know you make a mistake, and then God shows your favor to be able to correct that mistake and move on another day and give you a new mercy. So my, my speech before we played spring here was, you know, ain't it a good thing that your season didn't end on Thursday night, right? You have an opportunity to capitalize on that mistake. And uh, so, uh, you know, we, we we didn't win. Uh, you know, obviously I'm not happy about that. I'm, I'm concerned about that. Um, but we still have 15 games to go. And the um, objective now is to win the next 15. Man, Sean, like you said, like I saw the improvement from from Tuskegee to Spring Hill. There've been seen turnovers. Spring Hill only had seven, and yeah. when you limit those turnovers, you have an opportunity to be successful. And I know what the result you wanted, but still, you cut down turnovers over half of seventeen seven, which is good for a forty minute game of basketball. Yeah. So, so, so we, you know, I was not dissatisfied with how we played against Spring. Spring Hill beat us. All right. Um, Spring Hill made some shots in timely in, in a timely fashion that were devastating shots. Um, the shot that beat us at Tuskegee was at the end of the shot clock, one or two seconds left on the shot clock. The guy turned around, threw the ball at the basket, and it went in, and we went down four. All right, Tuskegee hit. I mean, uh, Spring Hill hit two shots like that. Uh, the first shot in the second half, the um, guy shot the ball from the corner. And the ball hit the hit the middle of the backboard from the corner and went in. All right. And so they hit two shots that way. And so that game was much closer than a 12-point game. I mean, we were, I think the score at one point was 64-60. We stole the ball, went down the floor, laid it up, and they blocked it from behind. Uh, we did cut the lead from 64-63. Uh, we just didn't get over the hump. And then I think something like that anyway. And uh, and then they ended up scoring outscoring us at the end of the game. But 
you know, we took care of the ball. We didn't guard them as well as we could have. They had a player got 30 points and a player got 20 of their 80. You know, so that's a, that's not that's not gonna win, that's not gonna win games. And we we didn't turn the ball over, but we also they shot the ball 50 percent from the field, which is uh, an enormous number. It lets you know how they shot the ball, and we normally keep teams under 40 percent. So um, you know, all, all my hats off to Spring Hill because they 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 out executed us. They played better than us. I thought we did a lot of good things. Um, against them we didn't win but you know we've got to solve this offensive this this rebounding issue that we have we have to solve this issue of of turning the ball over we foul excessively as well and then we've also got to be to finish games and, and, and take care of the ball better so those are three or four entities that i think that we can improve on they're all correctable things and you know, i don't think anybody's going to want to really see us once we get close to tournament play and Sean, uh, how's it been for your guys, man, to adjust to no more charges pretty much, having to have your hands to the sky? How's that been adjusting for your guys not being able to take, take your chest no more when they're not really going to really call that as, as they once were? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I think that's interesting. Um, the charge has almost been taken out of the game. You, you've, you've, you've got to restrict the area. can't take a charge in there. Um, now, I don't even know what this rule is about how you got to be set or whatever the case may be. You know, we don't really talk about it a lot, man, because um, at the end of the day, you know, the way the way I've adjusted to it in teaching is let's get to the ball before we're in a desperate mode to have to take a charge. Right. Let's get to the ball. Let's run to the ball. Let's let's keep the ball under control. The charge or the block shot is the red cross you're in an emergency okay and so now the ball is in there so deep that you gotta let it run you over because somebody's got beat somebody is in a position that they're not in front of the ball and so we work real hard at trying to keep the basketball in front so that we don't have to be getting a red cross emergency situation now obviously we do want to take the charge there is time and place for that we try not to go airborne because we really don't have a shot taken but I mean, a shot blocker back there, but uh, it's definitely a major adjustment into the game because you can't just sit in that hole now waiting for people to run, it, run you over. Um, I don't think anybody knows what a block is. Only anybody knows what a charge is. When the whistle blows, it's going to be a block. All right. So uh, we got to try to try to try to work against that theory and not get ourselves in that position. Yeah, and I, I've been telling young men and myself, just keep your hands up high and live, live the result. Because if you right. even have the semblance, you're reaching down to five. That's okay. Right. That's right. <laughs> Just keep your hands in the sky and live with the result and make them have to look like a fool when they give a tape review yeah. a call and follow. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. And that's hey, whatever they call it, the fish is not gonna change it regardless. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what, sir? I saw some positive for you too, man. Off your bench, 38 points off your bench against Spring Hill. I know you weren't well for your starters, but off the bench, man, you had great production off that bench against Spring Hill. Yeah, so you know. I have a starter, the guy that was starting, that came off the bench. Um, I played two post guys. Basically, I may play one 23 minutes and one 17 minutes. I may play both of them 20 minutes, depending upon how they're playing. So we play 10, 11 guys. Um, so it's just a matter of who's going to play well. Jordan Edmonds at, at, at Spring Hill had a really good game. He's a freshman. I think he had 14 points in a career high uh, that comes off the bench. Um, Tariq McAdoo. Actually, he plays behind Tariq McAdoo, and Tariq McAdoo is a senior that, you know, 
we look for to score some, but really to rebound for us. And, and he'll find a way to score and have double doubles, 10 and 10, 10 and 12. Uh, so we play a lot of people that, 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 that number of bench points is not startling to me because we're seeking every night uh, collectively to, to see who's going to play well and put those guys out on the floor for the long haul. No doubt, man. And then talk about this matchup. You come to like Atlanta this weekend, brother. Uh, got Morehouse on Saturday. First start with them. What do you see for them guys on film as you prepare for those guys coming up on Saturday here? Yeah, this is going to be a tough weekend. Um, I, I think that um, Morehouse and Clark are definitely one of the top five teams in our league across the board. Um, Morehouse is big and strong. Um, they have a wing player that can really take the ball to the basket. Um, they shoot the ball from deep. Um, they're, they're a complete basketball team with size and strength and quickness and uh, shooting ability, and they post up strong. Um, you know, Clark Atlanta's super talented. Obviously, they beat Mercer early in the year um, in Mercer's first game. Super talented. Style's a little different. They play a little faster. They're a little bit more aggressive on the defensive end. Both teams are coming at you uh, hard, uh, which is a concern of mine, again, as, as that's our weakness. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's going to be it's, it's going to be a tough weekend for us. Um, we have not won in 2024. We started 2024 0-2. All right, one of those games was a game that we probably should not have lost, but we did. We have to figure out a way to play well in Atlanta and figure out how to win one or two of these games. All right, and um, you know we don't want to get ourselves in a position where we. We, we want a four-game losing streak before we come home. Um, but uh, it's going to be a tough weekend. I mean, two teams, very well coached, um, very aggressive, great players. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. School's just getting started for everybody. So more our students will be there. Clark Atlanta students will be sitting right on top of us on Monday. Um, we're going to have to be physically, mentally, and emotionally tough to, to, to perform and come out with a win on uh, either one of these days on the weekend. And Sean, looking at y'all standards in the SIEC, man, a lot of you all bust up between five and three wins, man. So it's not really nobody going out by the out. No, Phoenix got seven wins. Wiles has six, but a lot of you all had three to five win, win, win range. So what tells me is depth in the, in the conference and you are eight. On any given night, it's about who falls the details the closest, executes the small things the best for winning these games. It's just the margin what you all are playing against with everybody being so, so close right now. There's no doubt about that. Benedict's the cream of the crop. They're nine in the country. I think they're 15 or 16 and old. Um, they've been punishing people, beating people 30. Um, Clark Atlanta and Morehouse are two quality teams that I think are top teams in the league. Or, and of course, Miles. Um, but 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 obviously, Miles and Benedict at this point, the way it, way the way that it looks, you know, Morehouse goes to Kentucky State last week and loses. Uh, Kentucky State, I think, won their first conference game against Morehouse. Morehouse goes to Central State and it beats Central State by 30. Albany beats Florida and m early in the year. Albany has you know, kind of been on the skid since then. Um, you know, Spring Hill loses to Benedict, comes back, beats us. Spring Hill is beating uh, Edward Waters really good. Morehouse beats Spring Hill really good. The league is super-duper balanced outside of outside of, you know, Benedict, who's, who's extremely powerful. And so uh, we're just trying to carve our place out here in, in, in this spot, man. I don't know exactly where we are. Um, I would have felt really good if we could have 
finish the game against Tuskegee, but Tuskegee's only one, I believe one, one game, maybe two games in the conference. And Tuskegee is as good as anybody in the league. They're big and strong. And, you know, they, they made nine three-pointers against us. Uh, they got a dog inside with um, Montez Jones, who's, who's extremely good. Like Tuskegee is a solid team and very well coached. They, they're, they're trying to put it together. So championships won in March, not in November, not in December, not in January. Uh, so the team that improves the most and uh, has the fathers to go grow and then grow and figures out how to grow is going to be the team that's you know, going to be very dangerous going into the tournament. What's beautiful is you got these weeks to get better and hopefully to peak at the right time in Savannah. And, that's right. And make that, make that run. So all these adverse times now can come back around. Like, it would happen for a reason and that we that's better right. for it. That's right. No question. And that's the, that's the, that's the part that we 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 have to infringe upon our kids is that it's not over until it's over, and you can lose five or six or seven games in a row, which we don't want to do, but you can win four games in a row and make history. And so we got to positively move forward to um, to that task every day. And we practice this morning at six o'clock. Um, practice tomorrow at four o'clock because we'll play Saturday at four o'clock. Um, we're practicing toughness. We practiced yesterday at 11 o'clock. We're practicing adjusting and adapting. 11 o'clock, we're off Monday. We practiced 11 o'clock on Tuesday. Practice 6 a.m. on Wednesday. Practice 4 o'clock on Thursday. Get on the bus. Hopefully practice at Morehouse at some point in time and be ready to strap up on, 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 on Saturday. And so we have no excuse not know we got to adapt. We got to adjust. We got to, I don't care what, if it's cold, if it's raining, if it's early, if it's late. It got to be ready to perform. Uh, and so that's the element for me that I'm working on our emotional toughness. All right. Nobody wants to get out of that bed at 430, wash your face, come over, come over here in the cold and the rain. Let me fuss at you and cuss at you in the morning. Don't nobody want to do that. Matter of fact, when the alarm went off, I hit snooze three or four times. <laughs> so, but at the end of the day, this is what's necessary for this team. And, um, and it's, it's important for this program, for the culture that we're building. We're fighting for this new culture every day. Um, and so, um, you know, hey, I'm expecting it to pay off. I'm, I'm expecting it to pay off for us, uh, for something good to happen for our young people. That's what's most important, something good to happen for our players. And if we can make that happen and, and, and keep moving them and teaching them and motivating them and edifying them, uh, something good should happen for them. You know, um, coming down the back stretch of the year. No doubt. We're looking forward to having you the city this weekend, my good brother. is seeing you. We hope we can bring you some good luck as well. So we have suffered. We hope we can support you. We're going to do that for you, my brother. While you see Atlanta, you know, you know you're good. Why you, why, why you, why you here, brother? All right. Fantastic, man. I can't wait. Folks, it's Sean Walker, the Sean Walker Show. Check us out. I always support Allen University basketball. We're out. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker dot com backslash bs3 network you are now tuned to bs3 network
What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter, at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.